Hey everyone, and welcome to the New Visionary Podcast, a podcast for artists who are ready to reach greater heights in their art careers. I'm your host, Victoria J. Fry, founder of Visionary Art Collective and New Visionary Magazine. Join me for inspiring conversations with some of the most inspirational visionaries in today's art world. Let's jump in. Hey, gorgeous, and welcome back. Today, I'm going to be sharing my thoughts on a topic that I think is really relevant as we enter the new year. It's certainly something that's been on my mind, and I just kind of wanted to you know, share a little bit of insight with you. I'm also going through this journey with you. Um, and so I think just kind of like, you know, hopping on and, and kind of sharing like what I'm learning and hopefully, you know, that will be of value to you. That's really the goal here. So in today's episode, I wanted to talk about reaching new levels of success, reaching higher levels of success, whatever success means to you, right? It's, um, it's going to be different for probably every artist, every, every person, every individual that is listening to this episode. First, of course, defining what success means to you and then sort of thinking like, okay, well, how can I get to the next level of you know what i'm what i'm desiring so maybe you are an emerging artist as many of our listeners are and this is the year that you really want to get to a higher level in your art career depending on what that means for you it could be increasing your exhibition opportunities it could be selling more work um, expanding your collector base right thinking about what that means to you and So I've been thinking a lot recently about reaching new levels of success and what this requires. And this is also kind of connected to my word of the year, which I think I shared in a previous episode. It was, it was surrender, but actually I did a little bit more journaling and the word that felt really aligned for this year for me personally is elevate. Surrender is definitely still a word that resonates with me. I was also thinking about connection and community and just words that would be of importance this year, but the word elevate just jumped out. So when I when I wrote that in my journal, I circled it, I underlined it, I starred it, and I thought, okay, that's it. Like this is the year to elevate. But then, you know, you start thinking, okay, well, if my goal is to elevate parts of my life, whether whether that's personally or professionally or creatively or all of the above, like, how do I make that happen? What does that actually look like? And how do I get myself into alignment so that I can reach these new levels? And the the biggest thing, I think, because I've really, I've reflected on this so much, but also, you know, I, I want to preface this by saying I do not have all the answers here. I Like I said, I'm on this journey with you. So I'm just kind of sharing where I'm at and what I've come to realize so far as I've been reflecting and thinking about this topic. And the first thing that I thought about is in order to reach a higher level, you know, a new level of success, it requires letting go of the versions of yourself that are no longer serving you. And this is something, you know, I've spoken about before. I do a lot of mindset work in my group programs and in my, in my one-on-one program And I'm always just thinking about how I can be a better version of myself because I really think that is, that's the real goal. (laughs) I think that's our like true goal here on earth is to become the best versions of ourselves, right? And so it's like, 
you know, we have to shed, we have to let go, we have to release the versions of ourselves that are no longer serving us. And, you know, also thinking like, well, what does that process look like? So we're going to dive into that a little bit uh, now. But when I was thinking about this and, you know, letting go and sort of like creating space for these beautiful new things to happen, I was also reminded that in order to reach new levels of success, it's this sort of simultaneous process of letting go and then also creating and embracing new new habits, new ideas, and new beliefs about who we are and new beliefs about the world around us. And all of this takes time, right? It, none of this is an overnight process. It's, I think, very much like a little bit every every day. And, you know, I've referenced Martha Beck before, but Martha Beck is an amazing uh, motivational speaker and coach and author. And she talks about how when you want to make a big change in your life, it's often a series of small, you know, small steps that you take that eventually lead you to a completely different place in your life. And she uses the example of an airplane. Like if you just, you know, rotate the plane little by little, all of a sudden the plane is completely turned around. It's in a different position. So I think about that analogy a lot and I think about her words and just side note, if you're not familiar with the work of Mar Martha Beck, I would encourage you to look into it because uh, her teachings have been really influential to me. Um, and to some of the artists that I work with. So one thing that came up for me when I was thinking about, you know, letting go, releasing old versions, creating new habits, new ideas, and embracing new beliefs in order to get to this higher level of, of success, in order to elevate, right? I, I also realized, and this is something I try to remind myself of pretty often, that as you go through this process, it's really important to do this without judgment, to look back on past versions of yourself, you know, those parts of yourself that still need healing, those parts of yourself that are not serving you any longer and that you're ready to let go of. Try to release those versions of yourself with love and to not, not be judgmental. And I think that's really hard. And that is something that is possible uh, it just requires a true effort. <laughs> um, it reminded me actually of, and I'm if you are an artist listening to this, you can probably relate, but when you look back at old paintings or drawings or, you know, sculptures, whatever kind of artist you are, and you look back at your earlier work from maybe five, 10 years ago, and I don't know about you. I don't want to speak for everyone, but for me, I always cringe like, oh my gosh, I thought that painting was so good at the time. And now it's like, I wouldn't even want to show that to anyone, right? It's kind of the same thing. Like when I think about, you know, past versions of myself, ways that I reacted to things in the past or handled situations that, you know, were perhaps not the best, I try to remember that I handled those situations or I, I you know, responded or reacted in, in a way that at the time, that was the best that I could do. Like, you, I think if we come from the perspective that we're always doing the best that we can in any given moment, it helps to release judgment because you look back and you're like, you know, with the example of the painting, right? I 
the, the first thought is, oh my gosh, I would never show that painting <laughs> to anyone today. It's, it's a hot mess or whatever. But then I remind myself, wait a minute, like that's, that's where I was in my journey. And at the time, that was the best that I, you know, could do. And, and that's okay. And so it's like applying that kind of perspective, I suppose, when you look at ver- older versions of yourself or even parts of yourself right now that you are working on bettering and strengthening and uh, or releasing, you know, it's like try not to judge yourself too harshly and try to just accept what is, but be aware of what needs to be changed to help you get to that next level. So practicing this without judgment, reminding yourself that you're, you're always doing the best that you can and you're human, right? It's, it's a messy and complicated thing to be a human. So we're never going to be perfect all the time. But if we really think about what it means to elevate and to grow into a higher version of ourselves, which I believe is required to get to a new level in your life, then, you know, we start to think about what are those daily practices What are those daily habits that are going to support us as we evolve into, you know, the higher version of ourselves? And a big part of this for me is catching myself in the moment every day when I'm having a thought that is not helpful, when I'm having a a situation that perhaps I start to find myself reacting to and not responding to. If I have, you know, any, any thought really that is like about myself or, you know, the world around me that is just not, um, not serving me. I mean, really that's the best way I can put it. It's not, it's not constructive. It's not helpful. I try to just reframe that thought. And also I want to preface this by saying like, you know, I hope, (laughs) I hope this does not come off as me saying be positive all the time because I also think that that is problematic. It's more a case of just noticing and observing, right? And kind of like a slowing down and thinking, hmm, how could I say this? Or, you know, how, how might I think about this or view this situation in a way that is going to be more constructive and, and more supportive and more helpful uh, versus you know, the other way around, something that's going to lower my, my vibration, lower my frequency and sort of bring me down to a lower, lower level. And I truly believe that this, this is a practice, not just every day, but sometimes multiple times a day, if we're re, if we really want to do the work, uh, to start to rewire our brains and change our thought patterns, then it is, um, you know, something that typically we practice multiple times throughout the day. This is where affirmations I think are, are so helpful, but you know, it's like, it's awareness really. It's, it's becoming more dialed in and more tuned into yourself, the thoughts that you think, the way that you're viewing certain situations. And it really comes down to aligning yourself, as I mentioned earlier, aligning yourself to the thing that you're manifesting, right? So if you have this dream of, you know, becoming a full-time artist and, you know, living, living this life where you get to make your art and travel and just have these really rich, beautiful experiences, then it's like, well, what do I need to do? What's required of me to get to this level? And oftentimes it's like, 
these, you know, these traits or these characteristics that we have that, that support us along the way. So resilience, right? Because like anything, building an art career has its challenges. So, you know, then it kind of becomes, okay, well, if I, if this is the life that I want, then I know that I need to be resilient. I know there's going to be some tough moments. And, you know, as I build this beautiful thing, and as I start to um, create this life that I've dreamed of, I, I know that I need to be a resilient person. I know that I need to be someone who, you know, doesn't give up, but perhaps takes space and then returns to whatever that thing is. I know that I need to be someone who approaches my work like a professional and shows up consistently, or I should say persistently. You know, I know that I need to be someone who is open-minded about new opportunities. And, and I, you know, not to overwhelm you, but it's all, all things to think about. And it kind of, it, it circles back to a podcast episode that I did maybe a month or two ago where I shared what I feel are the two most important questions when you're manifesting. And those two questions in case you didn't <laughs> catch that episode, or maybe you did, and this is a review. Uh, but those two questions are, what kind of person do I want to be? And what kind of life do I want to live? And those questions are actually very connected. Because in order to, you know, create and, you know, the life that you want to live in order to bring that dream to reality, you've got to think about what kind of person you need to be to make that happen. You know, and and letting doing this in a way where you are letting go of uh, perfectionism, doing this in a way where you're not, you know, like I said, judging yourself too harshly, but just thinking like, what qualities do I need to embody? The word the word embody and embodiment has actually been on my mind a lot recently too. Like, what traits do I need to embody in order to to elevate, in order to get to this next level? And you know, it's like I, like I'm saying, it's a, it's a process. It's a practice. It's so important that as we do this work, because this is like, this is really doing the work. When you become more tuned into your thoughts, when you actively make an effort, a sincere effort each and every day to reframe your thoughts and to uh, work towards your, your dreams and, and live this life that you've been uh, manifesting, you know, that's like, you're really doing the work. And so it's important to remember that there are going to be moments where this feels hard. There are going to be moments where perhaps you do judge yourself and it takes time, right? If we're really talking about like rewiring our brains and please know I am not, um, <laughs> I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Um, I can't go into the psychology too much, but I do believe, uh, and I've seen this, I've, I've actually seen this happen with myself and others that if you, if you are really conscientious, if you are really mindful of your thought patterns and of your limiting beliefs, and you you start the process of letting them go, you will see really big changes in your life. And I think part of this too is, you know, not just thinking about what versions of yourself you're ready to let go, but like what habits, you know, I kind of started the episode talking about embracing um, and creating new habits for yourself, but I didn't really go so much into letting go of the habits that no longer serve you. I have spoken about this before, but, you know, it's, 
it's really, it, I think a part of this too is being super intentional with like how you spend your time and what you're putting your energy into. You know, I'm recording this episode today at the end of January on a Monday morning and I just came off of a 48 hour social media detox. And what that social media detox allowed me to do was to spend the entire weekend really present with my friends and my loved ones and to focus in a little bit more on my own artwork, on my painting. And I'm not saying that if I had have been, you know, if I had been checking social media, those things wouldn't have happened. And we all know that I I love social media. <laughs> I love Instagram. Okay. I think it's an amazing tool. But you know, I've, I've spoken at length about my boundaries when it comes to these, uh, these social media apps and how important it is to also just be a human sometimes without social, without being on social. And so for me, I realized that taking a break would allow me to go deeper into my work, which then will allow me to get closer to my dream of elevating my art career this year, which is something that I have put on the back burner for, you know, uh, about four years now as I've been building my company. And that's something that I was okay with doing because I absolutely love the work that I do for Visionary Art Collective, for the magazine, and now for my gallery, Warren's Contemporary. I'm so passionate about all of those endeavors that I was okay with, with sort of like putting my work on the back burner. But I do intuitively feel that it's time to return to my practice in a, in a deeper way, to start putting my work out there a little bit more. And so if I'm thinking about elevating my art career, right, then I need to think about what is going to be useful to me uh, and is going to support me on that journey as I start to, you know, take things to the next level in my own studio practice. So these are just thoughts really. And you know, anytime I feel inspired, it's usually when I'm walking down the street. I've shared this before, but it's usually when I'm walking down the street uh, in Brooklyn and something, you know, I get that light bulb moment, a topic, an idea, something jumps into my head and I pull over and I just start writing notes on my phone. And the other day I was walking to get lunch and I was thinking about, you know, the word elevate, of course, has been on my mind since I journaled about it. But just this idea of letting go of old versions of ourselves. And, and I think also part of that is maybe another way to think about this is healing, healing those past versions of ourselves, right? So how do, if there's a part of me, if there's a part of you that you know still needs healing because it feels a little bit raw, right? Or like sensitive, um, then the question becomes, what can I do to help to heal this part of myself? And we're often shown the parts of ourselves that need healing when we have what my spiritual coach calls a contrasting moment, which is a moment that uh, I don't want to misspeak because she defines this beautifully. <laughs> so I don't want to butcher her, her beautiful definition. But the way that I interpret it is that it's a moment where something happens. And, you know, perhaps I know for me, it could be like, I react in a way that I am not super like, uh, you know, I just have that moment where I'm like, that was a little reactive. I, I didn't respond to that situation as thoughtfully as I could have, you know, and that's typically followed by me asking myself, you know, how would my higher self have responded to that situation? But that's a moment of contrast because it allows you 
to look at yourself honestly and recognize that part of yourself that was triggered and, you know, had a big reaction or, or, or had some kind of, you know, strong reaction. And then you can kind of dig a little deeper and ask yourself, well, why? Why did I have that reaction? What part of myself needs healing? Um, what part of myself was, was triggered and why? It's, I think it sounds like it's this really time-consuming thing, but really it's just taking a few thoughtful moments, like, you know, mindful moments when these things arise to look at yourself uh, objectively and to kind of evaluate. For me, it's often thinking about how I could do things differently next time and then really making a sincere effort the next time that situation arises to handle it in a way that I feel a little bit more proud of, you know? So anyway, I'm going to wrap up this episode, but I hope this was helpful. It's just food for thought, uh, as most of my solo episodes are. And um, with that said, I hope that you, you know, have, have an amazing year. I'll be back soon, of course, with another solo episode. I'm already thinking of a topic that might be of value to you. So I will be back soon. But really, it's just thinking about, you know, how can you elevate those parts of, of your life that you want to elevate and what are, what does that look like for you? What are those new levels of success that you are aiming for this year and how can you sort of take steps towards reaching those goals? Okay. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in and supporting our platform. To learn more about New Visionary Magazine, head over to visionaryartcollective.com slash magazine. You can order individual copies on Amazon or subscribe annually to digital issues. We also have opportunities to get featured in the magazine, so be sure to join our newsletter and follow us on Instagram. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave a review on iTunes or tag us on Instagram. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.